0: Welcome
1: to the Penguin Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tate. On this week's episode, I talk to Amber Lynn and Ryan Stock about sideshow stunts, being a magic consultant, and creating magic effects. Nick LaCapo tells me about an effect where you can actually link together a spectator's shoelaces. But first, it's the top five under five. Each week, a magician tells me their top five tricks in under five minutes. This week, restaurant worker and author of The Imagination Project, Michael O'Brien, tells me his top five tricks for strolling magicians. Michael O'Brien, thanks for joining me for the Top 5 Under 5. Uh, today we're doing Top 5 strolling stuff. You do a lot of strolling gigs? I
0: do. Primarily most of my events are strolling, table hopping, whether it be working like a restaurant or doing wedding receptions, things like that. And oftentimes I find myself sans table. Yeah. So it's uh, it's nice to have some uh, tricks up your sleeve that don't require any table or anything like that. And
1: Perfect. Well, let's get into it. What's, uh, what's number 5 for you?
0: Number 5. Um, so... One of the first lectures that I actually ever saw, one of the first Penguin lectures I saw, I got to see live was a Cyril's lecture. And one of the things he talked about was he uses a reel whenever he does restaurant magic. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can use any reel of your choice if you have a favorite. I don't know if you do like the uh, Spider Pen Pro or whatever reel you want. Mm -hmm. But one of the really cool things you can do with the reel is ask someone to borrow a bill. Mm -hmm. The bigger the bill, the better. Get them to give you a $100 bill if you can. And uh, shape the bill into like a little paper airplane. Mm -hmm. You set up the reel on the table and you can float the paper airplane between your hands Mm -hmm. and then for the ending you just kind of open your hands and let the plane fly away from you right back to the table. And Cyril said ninety nine percent of the time they're gonna give you that hundred dollar bill
1: right Oh, that's great. Point. So not just like an ITR or anything like that. Like a like a legit reel that will like pull like put some force on it and apply. Yeah,
0: and and then the idea mm-hmm. is is you can actually walk away from the table and stand about, you know, five feet away from the table and then you get that Nice, cool. So you could float the airplane over the table, but yeah. then you back up, you do it one more time, and then the plane just kind of flies away from you onto the table. Oh, that's such a cool you idea. You walk up to the table to hand them their bill back. You unhook mm-hmm. the, the reel, and now you're clean. So Excellent. A reel is perfect. Uh, give me number four. Number four. Um, when I'm doing strolling and table hopping stuff, one of my quick openers is a bottle production. Mm-hmm. And, uh, usually I'll perform, like if I'm working at a restaurant, I'll produce like a bottle of wine mm-hmm. or uh, like a bottle of whiskey or whatever, depending on the place that I'm performing. And the easiest way to get access to a full-sized bottle, like a wine bottle, is to use a splash bottle holdout. <clears throat> I personally use David Stone's holdout.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. We just had David Stone here. There's so many ways to get mm-hmm. in and out of
0: it. It's really fantastic. Yep, and, and my favorite thing about it is it's super versatile, too. You can... I mean, it's all performing, it's all pr- producing the same bottle, right? Mm-hmm. But there's so many different ways you can do it. You can do it out of a handkerchief, out of a paper bag, or you can do a newspaper, like a torn and restored newspaper, and then produce the bottle. So there's so many different applications with that.
1: The Splash Gimmick is great, and if you should definitely check out the David Stone live lecture that we have because he has some work on making it uh, collapse so it's not bulky after you do the production. Oh, yes,
0: yes. I think there was a, a new a little addition to that that he mm-hmm. talks about that oh, he yeah. might not talk about in any of his videos or anything like that. Give, so. me, give me number three. There is an effect called plastic envelope thing. Uh, I believe it's by Richard Pinner. Yeah. So essentially what it is, it's a little plastic envelope uh, slide gimmick that allows you to load any small object into a paper envelope. Mm -hmm. So you have that guy set up in your pocket. You can do like a signed card effect, make the card vanish. You Mm -hmm. can borrow a bill from a spectator and make the bill vanish. You can borrow their ring, make their ring vanish, whatever you want. And then at the very end, you reach into your pocket, you pull this little plastic envelope out of your pocket, you open the plastic envelope, inside of that is another envelope, a paper envelope. You hand that to the spectator, ask him to tear the the seal open, Mm -hmm. reach inside and pull out whatever they find, and they're gonna find their bill, their ring, their card, and, of course, they're going to find your business card in there, too, as a little extra kicker ending thing.
1: Any sort of nest of whatever to uh, uh, to find an object yep. in is fantastic. All right. Let's keep this moving. Number, uh, number two.
0: Number two, um, especially when you're doing restaurant work, one of the things that you want to do is put money in the forefront of their mind. Mm-hmm. So notice a lot of the things I've actually talked about. Oh yeah, all
1: great ways to get tips.
0: Yeah, so you're floating a bill, they let you keep it. Mm -hmm. You're borrowing a bill, making it vanish, it reappears in your pocket, they're letting you keep it. Bill transformations, changing one denomination to another denomination is super flashy. Mm -hmm. I always carry in my wallet Extreme Burn 2.0, locked and loaded. That is the best version. It's it is so good. my favorite. And if you already have Extreme Burn right now, and you're on the fence about, eh, should I get Locked and Loaded? Honestly, pull the trigger on it.
1: it. Richard Sanders like really did the work, and and it definitely transforms that and elevates that trick and makes it a real worker.
0: And and with the Locked and Loaded gimmick, uh, you're essentially adding something to the standard Extreme Burn. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to show the bills so openly, so cleanly, and you can change them into any denomination you want—ones to hundreds, ones mm-hmm. to twenties, ones to tens. You don't even have to change bills to bills; you can mm-hmm. change paper to bills, newspaper clippings to bills. Works with foreign currency. So, uh, and he
1: goes in depth on all that all stuff. All that
0: stuff. One of my favorite things about two point oh two. Is he, or should I say 2.0 also, yeah. (laughs) is he uh, teaches a way to actually change the bills from like ones to hundreds Mm -hmm. and then hand all the bills out for examination. That's great. So it's really, it's really awesome.
1: All right. Give me number one.
0: Number one. I think this will come to no surprise as anyone that knows who I am. Mm -hmm. They know that I love the Chinese linking rings. And my personal favorite routine that's on the market right now is Ninja Plus by matthew garrett
1: it's a beautiful beautiful set of rings
0: so for those of you who are not familiar essentially the basic idea is you uh, link uh, your wedding band onto a ninja ring or a chinese linking ring a close-up ring and you're there's a moment where you're able to link it on and then hand it out to the spectator and they're able to fully examine the ring there's no way to take the ring off mm-hmm. and it's a nice uh moment especially for people that they think they know what's going on, and then you have that moment of, okay, here, go ahead and check everything out. It's a great way
1: to throw off people mm-hmm. who even if it like have the vague idea of how the, the linking rings work. Yep. It's just such a beautiful addition to it. It
0: really is. And and my favorite thing is that Matthew Garrett has actually he calls it the Ninja Plus range. Mm-hmm. Ninja Plus basic is essentially that thing that I just told you, you link mm-hmm. a finger ring on and you can you can have it examined. There's a new product that actually just came out that I was so lucky to be involved with called Ninja Plus Fusion, where you actually take a steel ball bearing, very slowly and very visually melt it onto the ring, I've and then seen, hand I've, that out to be examined.
1: I've seen this and it looks wild. It, it is, is so cool.
0: It is crazy and it's so awesome and and uh, the the series he has this full like it's like five DVD series that teaches you. All this stuff using the Ninja Plus gimmick. A ton of different handlings and techniques. And you can actually borrow objects. You can borrow rings. You can borrow bracelets. You can, If you can link a ring through it, you can use it. And he teaches you how to do all that stuff on the DVDs.
1: The Ninja Plus range is awesome. Well, Mike, thank, Michael, thanks for joining me for the Top 5 Under 5. All oh,
0: right, Eric. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Most people know them from their hit appearances on America's Got Talent or their nationally touring act, Comedy Daredevils. Amber Lynn and Ryan Stock stopped by the P3 Magic Theater to talk about the big bunch of weird that is their life. And now you get to join our conversation. I do want to talk about you being a dove magician as a kid and an award-winning dove magician.
2: Yeah, I, I started out in magic and uh, it became a dove act real quick. So uh, I ended up winning uh, an award uh, for... Uh, For a Canadian competition uh, when I was around 14 14. years old. That's Uh, hysterical. Yeah, I mean...
3: 50s swing music. Yeah,
2: really? Yeah, Yeah, I did like a started in a tuxedo and then I would tear away into like a leather jacket and white t-shirt and I did Dove Productions and
3: I keep threatening him because I have footage on VHS I keep I threatening the, to I need this it. footage
2: I mean, it's embarrassing footage now I was 14 years old, but I mean I guess it wasn't that bad if I won the contest so.
3: He was against all adults
2: that's amazing.
1: Like I, I don't want, I never want this podcast to be like, "How did you get started in magic?" But like that to me is just amazing because now you do all this like amazing geek and sideshow and like wild, I mean really wild magic. But you started with doves.
2: Yeah, I mean it's just I mean and it was a natural progression. It doesn't seem like it, but it just kind of slowly over time became what it is now.
1: Is, um, dove magic is legitimately one of my favorite guilty pleasures in magic because the first time a magician produces a dove, I know that there's a human standing on stage with ten more doves in their pants, yeah. mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite things to see. Well, I, before
3: we we even got together, um, I trained doves to fly back, and I made uh, harnesses and things like that for doves. I had twelve. I will never own a dove again ever in my life.
1: Are they? I, I'm I'm a reptile guy. I've never owned a, a bird. Are they like messy or crazy or what's the um, noisy? Noisy. noisy
3: messy just it, i
2: mean birds are just noisy like we i uh last year i was touring with dan sperry and, yeah and uh you know we've got doves living in the bus bathroom and uh he's we've got a cockat- spike spike yeah. his cockatoo uh living in the in the bus with us just squawking and screaming <laughs> spike
3: is great literally anytime i walk by his cage he's like hey baby hey baby a little flirt <laughs>
1: There's nothing greater than a more than a flirty animal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is, and so we, we just finished the lecture, which was amazing because I think to me what was really fantastic in listening to it was how much history there was. I guess I I've seen a lot of these these lectures, and I, I've I've now participated in filming. And I, I did not expect so much geek magic history, which was great because Ryan's it was obsessive.
2: We well, yeah, I think it's important to uh, to.
3: Know just your history, g- yeah, credit yeah. the people history. who deserve credit.
2: There's too many people in Magic and Sideshow and all this that uh, they just, they take. see something on YouTube and then they just do it instead of yeah. doing the research behind it and finding out where it came from and, and why are they doing it. And I think it's 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 kind of strange not to know the history. It's weird just to see it and take it. So. Well,
3: we are, we're also creative consultants and we uh, create Sideshow and Magic for people. So we... Definitely need to know our history. But we also put a lot into research and development of original effects and acts. So when you put so much time into creating something unique, to have somebody just take it from you with no regard is really frustrating and disheartening. So even people who have stolen stuff from us, we put an offer out on the table. If you stop doing our material, we'll help you develop something original to you.
2: Wow. But I mean... And, and at the same time, there is sometimes it, some things are very hard to research, and there is such thing as uh, lateral thinking, And but at least put the work in, at least try, yeah. like make make the phone calls Google it. I mean, you can just... This stuff just, must be
1: incredibly hard to research.
2: Some of it is, but uh, you'd be surprised sometimes a quick Google search will uh, will bring you on to, I mean, even if you're going into the Magic Cafe forums, and mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of that stuff still dates back into the early 2000s that uh, you can... Go back on, and you can look. And there's been extensive conversations, even into the geek magic and into sleight of hand and where it came from. It's, it's, you can find it on Google. And I mean, if you can't find it on Google, there, I mean, it's a matter of getting the old books. I mean, and, and more asking. That. Like, yeah.
3: uh, Todd Robbins uh, is a friend of ours, and he's a historian in, in the yeah. Sideshow. He runs a group on Facebook called Sideshow Spectrum. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, you can ask.
2: Yeah, ask. ask.
3: That's all it takes. Somebody
2: on there is going to know the answer to it. I mean,
3: there there's going to be some smart asses and remarks, but yeah. that's the thing is is it's a it's an open forum. So you have 5,000 people on there. Figure out who knows their shit and privately message them.
1: It- I guess I'm sort of realizing as I'm sitting here having this conversation with you that I don't know what is on the cutting edge of geek magic or sideshow these days. And and you guys sort of are on that bleeding edge of a lot of that stuff. Like yeah. the, well, just Jim Rose your, from Jim Rose Circus, yeah. um,
3: he credits Ryan as the most innovative person in the history of this genre of sideshow. Mm-hmm. And we do. We, we continuously create. Ryan is a genius when it comes to creating um stuff that mixes both sideshow and magic and uh
2: we've had the opportunity to be consultants for David Blaine on his on uh, not his last or his last special yeah. yeah uh and um i mean yeah as far as creating goes I've created a lot of stuff and there are there are other people out there creating, but it's I guess like in magic too, there's more performers than there are creators, which yes. I, I guess is just just the way things go. But there are people out there in, in Geek Magic inside show that are that are creating. I mean Andrew S, uh is still a swing
3: t- shift sideshow he's
2: creating and, i mean there's well he there saw with-
3: uh, ryan's effect the human meathead with a, mm-hmm. a large rigid hook that goes in the nose comes out the mouth yeah andrew loved that but wanted to create his own version of that so he does a giant screw like a corkscrew that goes in the nose out the mouth which and is,
1: by the way, the meat hook thing is just astonishing to watch. Like, how long did it take you to figure out, like, the circumference of the hook required? Or did you just, like, walk in and be like, this meat hook will do? Oh, no,
2: it's all custom made. So I make my hooks out of stainless steel, and they're all bent to fit to my face perfectly. And uh, over the years, I've been able to uh, make the hooks longer, thicker, and just be able to uh, get... a. You know, just a bigger hook make it look better. And the thicker a hook that I get, the more weight that I was able to lift from it. Uh, to the point that uh, I hold a world record, a Guinness world record for pulling a vehicle from the hook. Lifts
3: himself. I also by hang
2: it. from the hook in our in our theater show. Wow.
3: Well, you do blockhead. Yes. You've done it.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I so wish. you
3: know about the size of something that you can blockhead. Yes. Ryan can blockhead a sharpie.
1: Really.
2: Yeah, so we can go pretty like pretty wide on it. And uh,
1: Are you working on the Sherpa? Is that the next, like, <laughs> oh, he's... For, for very fancy parties?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right now, I mean, it's, uh, we, our show, I think over the last few years, we kind of put more focus into um, into making it fun and funny. And, you know, I think when we were younger, it was about making it more extreme, mm-hmm. creepy. And more creepy and more yeah. dangerous. And I think over the last uh, five, six years, it's become, about making it fun to watch. So as, even though it's intense, even though it's disturbing, uh, we spend a lot of time writing to make it palatable, to make it funny, uh, to make to write these vignettes to music and uh, these moments that people walk away with, uh, with just a nice visual in their mind. Do, do you feel well, like it, that grew out of your consulting?
3: Um, I actually think it had a lot to do with the fact that um, if you're creepy, gothic, only that one um, direction, mm. your demographic is...
1: Sorry to interrupt, but this week's podcast is brought to you by Linking Laces. Nick Lacapo gives me the 411 on this really fun, impromptu effect.
4: There's a download called Linking Laces, Uh, it was originally put out by Paul Harris, it's by David Jokish and and Bill Goodwin, and this trick is you walk up to anyone with no preparation, no gimmicks, no nothing, Uh, you reach down and link the hoops of their shoelaces, you know, the two hoops that are on people's shoelaces, you just link them together. And you can show it linked, you can prove that it's linked, and then you can do it again and link the hoops together in the spectator's hand. And not only did link in the spectator's hand, but it stays that way. I mean, of course, they could untie their shoes and get it out, but they could literally walk away with their two shoelaces linked together. It's totally impromptu. It's a genius secret. It, it Part of it is based on old history of magic, which always makes a great trick greater, Um and then it also uh, uses some ideas that are just like, I don't even know how the hell some of these guys came up with this stuff. Uh, it's just a totally great, great effect from David Jokish, Bill Goodwin. And Paul Harris. And Paul Harris. <laughs> I've heard of that guy. <laughs> it's also really inexpensive. Um, I think it's only $10 on on Penguin. Not only we get a video of me teaching it to you, which we took a lot of uh, time to film to make sure that... because. Tricks where you're tying stuff on somebody's shoes can be hard to film. So make sure that it's as clear as possible. But you'll also get uh, Bill Goodwin's original tutorial with it as well. And I believe, don't quote me on this right now, but a PDF of the original instructions. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's
1: super good. That was Linking Laces by Paul Harris, David Jockish, and William Goodwin. Available at penguinmagic.com. And now, back to Amber Lynn and Ryan Stock.
3: Um, I actually think it had a lot to do with the fact that um, if you're creepy, gothic, only that one um, direction, mm. your demographic is small. Yes. Very small. You add comedy into that, you make it more palatable, your your whole demographic opens up. You can, oh, yeah. We've done church shows, we've done kids shows, we've done opening for large bands, comedy clubs. We have so many more options to where we can perform because we uh, – took that gothic creepy thing and brushed it off.
1: It's it's really interesting because I started as a goth. I was a goth in high school and well into college. Oh, well, I'm
3: still a goth. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you go out dressed to the nines to get bread with, in your, your art <laughs> as an eyeliner. And it's uh, it's really neat because you have made it in this interesting, palatable... Like, I, I, I've been telling people about you all night and just like, we need to we need to hang out with these people. There's <laughs> It's fun. Now, did you find that, that your consulting came from Korea? Is consulting something that you set out to do? No. So
2: we, I always thought, like, because people always said to me, like, how long can you do this act before you, your body's not going to be able to swallow swords or mm-hmm. put hooks to yourself anymore? And I said, well, when I, when I get older, I'll just creatively consult for other performers. And uh, He's got,
3: like, seven or eight books mm-hmm. filled And then his iPad files and files of different original concepts that we haven't released. And, you
2: know, uh, we were told uh, when we were living in Canada, like, that, oh, don't release magic tricks. There's no money in that. Don't do, like... we just kind of told by other magicians, yeah, there's no real money and there's nothing to mm-hmm. it. When we, we moved to Las Vegas, um, we met up with uh, Rick Lax. We mm-hmm. ended up becoming friends with him and we ended up releasing some magic through uh, Penguin Magic. Yeah. Uh, so we've released, uh, I've released three mentalism tricks through there. Uh, we've got uh, Turning Heads. I've got uh, Organic Choice, uh, one called Mute. Mm-hmm. And those are all mentalism effects that I just had uh, written already. And we, oh, we were
1: talking about Mute last night. I think mm-hmm. I might even check it out.
3: You should yeah. definitely check it out. And even like organic choice, yeah. weird story behind it. It's essentially a book test in a receipt form.
2: Oh, so it's a receipt that you can carry around in your wallet and uh, somebody can memorize any item off of it. And then it's a progressive anagram uh, to, to get the item that they've selected. Uh, and it's, yeah, and it's as we started to learn that we could uh, release these tricks.
3: I'm going to interrupt you for two seconds. Mm-hmm. The whole concept of that, mm-hmm. Ryan wrote the progressive anagram in his sleep. Woke up in a panic, wrote it all down, and then I did the graphic design and the building of it, the receipt.
2: Yeah, I had most of, even like, I don't know if you've ever worked with a progressive anagram, which is essentially word math. Yes. Um, and yeah. and, uh, and somehow I had written most of it when I woke up and uh, I only had to do a little bit of editing on it. And it's a very strange thing, uh, the way it hit me.
3: We don't per- We don't perform mentalism, but his brain is amazing for mentalism.
1: Yeah, because you're you're not just a sideshow. You know, I hate I hate saying it that way. Like, you're not just a sideshow. You're not just a. Free- it was like we were, were talking, entertainers. We were talking last night about like how excited you are about so much magic, Amber. Oh, like, I love you're, magic. You're, you're a huge nerd about magic. We Massive. Were, we were uh, hanging out last night over dinner, and you were talking about like how you love Leonard Green and and, and like all of these things, and and. Hitting me with God, he he really is. I mean, (laughs) if there's any church that 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 I would go to, it's the Church of Leonard Green. I'll pray with you. Oh man, (laughs) we go to the Church of (laughs) Wonderground. Magic Church. So what? So when you're not creating magic for the stage for your for your show, what kind of magic do you enjoy other than that? Because this is, I again, I don't want this podcast to be like, oh, what kind of magic do you like or something like that. But you two are so your show is so different. So
2: we find. when I write magic to release it it tends to be um tends to be a lot of mentalism uh, but when we consult for other people uh it tends to be kind of the strange magic and that's because that's what people uh mm-hmm. seek us out for uh, mm-hmm. so somebody wants something strange in their show something a little bit weird something a little bit creepy mm-hmm. we tend to get uh hired for those kind of things mm-hmm. uh, so we've written uh several things for Justin flom some uh, one that he recently did on a TV show um world's best world's best where mm-hmm. he he had a spectator uh, swallow a bunch of thread and then he cut open her arm and he pulled the thread out of her arm. And so
3: that, that concept comes from an old uh, trick called the Yogi Thread Pull.
2: Or mm-hmm. the Brahma Thread Or mystery. the Brahma
3: Thread Mystery, where the um, performer eats thread... Take his oh. scalpel, cuts his stomach open, and pulls the thread out of his stomach. Can
2: Blaine do a version of that on like the original in the nineteen ninety six uh, Street Magic special. He did the original version of that, which, but he did a nice little subtlety on it where he he pulled the thread out of the kid's shirt mm-hmm. and then he swallowed it. He did a beautiful job on it. And that
3: that that trick there is uh, prep work, so you have to mm-hmm. do stuff beforehand, very uncomfortable, painful stuff to be able to do that effect. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we created it so that you can do it to an audience member, no prep work, nothing. And it works great. You can also do it to yourself. And it's yeah. the same visual effect, but there's no piercing involved.
2: That's really cool. Yeah. So that's so what Justin we Justin bought
3: exclusive. I think he still has two years left on that.
2: <laughs> we uh and that's what we find. We get sought out for uh for the creepy weird stuff, but once we're brought on to a project, uh then people quickly realize that I mean Amber and I do have extensive knowledge in magic and this is what we've grown up doing. So mm-hmm. we uh we both do card work as well, I do coin work as well. Mm-hmm. Um
3: we also do prop building, uh, foam, resin, mm-hmm. all of these things, wiring. It's
2: a really diverse skill set. And it, I, mean, I think it has to be uh, like when you're being brought in as a consultant. I mean, some of the best consultants out there, if you look at uh, Lisa and Rico and Danny, mm-hmm. uh, they're coming Bizarro. in there. Bizarro. I yeah. mean, when they're coming into a, uh, coming into a job. Uh, you never know what's going to happen you you're brought in for one project but who knows if you're going to suddenly need to run a servo or a wire to pull something or do yeah. something there and you need to have that diverse skill set to be able to to make it happen your
3: job as a consultant isn't mm. only creating it's problem solving
2: yeah that's the biggest part of it i think and i think that's what magic creation is is problem solving and if you're good at problem solving you'd be a good magic creator cuz really if somebody comes to you with an idea and they say i want to make this thing disappear and appear Over there Mm -hmm. at the very simplest form. Now, all you're doing is you're solving the problem. And that's Mm -hmm. it. You're Mm -hmm. figuring out how to make this happen now.
1: That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much to Amber and Ryan for stopping by. And thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you really enjoyed it, leave a comment. Next week, I talk to Carissa Hendricks, fresh off her appearance on Fool Us. If you have any comments about this week's show, you can hit me up on Instagram at Eric Tate. That's at E-R-I-K-T-A-I-T. From me and everyone else here at the P3 Magic Studios, practice, practice, perform.